Hello and welcome to episode four, is it? Yeah, four. Yeah, of, four. <laughs> of Mind the Age Gap with uh, me, Steve Marsh. Me, Janine Marsh. And me, Meg. Not Marsh. Not Marsh. Not Marsh. <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, this week we wanted to chat about something that I found quite hard to get my head around. Um, Producer Meg mentioned that she, for many years, and even now, keeps a diary of her day-to-day life, just of her thoughts. (laughs) Just, you know, so I can look back through what I've been doing. It's impressive you're doing it now, still. Not as regularly. The stuff that I wrote when I was 12, oh, my God, I wrote about, like, every single lesson I went to. I'm not sure why I thought that was interesting. What sort of stuff would you write, then, about your lessons? Oh, you know, good lesson, learnt this. So-and-so said this. It was, I was like... And then sometimes if something really embarrassing happened, I'd write it in script form just to make sure that it was really... Oh, so like um, Mr like Johnson a, said this, well, I said this. Well, like Mr Quinlan embarrassed me so much, I'll write it out in script form just so you can see what went down. And when you, and when you say, so you can see, you mean you. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote a note to myself as well being like, if you don't understand what this is about, then you're more stupid than you are now. <laughs> Right now write letters to your future self. Yeah, basically. Because wow. I knew I was the only one that would ever read it. And uh, now I'm reading it on the podcast, so I guess it's out there potentially. Well, that's the thing. Are, are you gonna I would like to hear some excerpts from, from producer Meg from Little your, Meg. your from I mean how old so, Well, I currently have a beautiful diary which has horses on it from when I was about twelve. <laughs> I mean, I'm not being funny, but it looks like it's in pristine condition as well. Like mine's like tatty as you like, and pages curled. Yours looks like a proper. Book. Come on, Meg, you, uh, you've really? teased me. I want to hear it. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Right. So this is from the 29th of September when I was 12, so quite a few years ago. Any idea what year? D- w- Janine, do the math. 2010. 2010. 2010. 2010, probably. Wow. We were together then. <laughs> <laughs> I was 30. Yeah. Well, I was just having problems with my love life. Um, Weren't we all, Meg? Go on. (laughs) I was 12, bear in mind. So how does someone go from having no love life whatsoever and having never been asked out ever, and as far as I'm aware, only being fancied by ugly boys, to the pickle I'm in? (laughs) This sounds dramatic. This sounds dramatic. Okay, so let me start from Saturday. I went into town with Connor, Alex, Megan's boyfriend, and Alex's friend. This is a different Megan, by the way. I probably should have changed the names. Do you know, like, because if you... Probably should have changed 12, the names. Yeah, but I'm friends with them all on Facebook still, so they, they see me advertise the podcast. <laughs> oh, well, we're going for it. And I met for the first time Harry. So anyway, <sighs> Harry like is really nice. He has good music taste, although a lot more metal than mine, and has all right fashion sense. Can be worked on. We got the same bus back, and he sat next to me and got up to let me out, which was really lovely. I don't know what else he was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Climb over me. Out. Climb over me, I dare you. Meg. Yeah, straddle me. <laughs> According to Harriet, Connor was going, Meg's got a crush on Harry. I wish she didn't tell everyone. Okay, so Monday, Harriet fancies Harry. You see my problem. She Hope like you've a worked bitch. it out or you're dumber than you were. <laughs> When Harry met Harry. I know. Oh, no. And that, that was that was a pro- proper problem. But then I get a text from Megan that read Harry fancies you. Oh, wow. What, what did you do? <laughs> did you get together with Harry? Well, Tuesday break, Megan says she needs to speak to me. Apparently Connor fancies me. Now, I remember this because Connor doesn't fancy me. Connor came out as gay only a few years later and we're still Aww. friends this day. But he just didn't want me going out with his friend. So he tried to block you. Do yeah, not and go, to be yeah. fair, successfully. But, you know, when you look back on time and you realise that it was probably worked out for the best. I mean, the fact <laughs> so, that he's gay, the fact that he's gay, you know, probably has, you shouldn't have ended up with him, I think. You know my history with gay guys. Yeah. To me. <laughs> <laughs> Must be something about you, Meg. This is the manly voice, manly face. I don't know what it is. It's the, the bricklayer's arms there. you've got. It's... <laughs> now, the, the thing is, that's, that's you when you were 12. 
Yeah. Right? This is me when I was 13, and I can still remember this quite clearly. Um, so this is part of my diary. Um, guess what? I finally got off with someone. His name is <laughs> You're Nick. You're doing better than me. His name is Steve. <laughs> I think I'm going to marry him. No, his name is Nick. He is grim. Brackets grouse. I obviously couldn't spell grouse. <laughs> He's I'm, grim. Brackets grouse. Yeah, yeah I could have <laughs> put grouse. I got off with him three times with a brace um, at the <laughs> disco last Friday, and then I dumped him today. Brackets hooray in capitals. And um, before I did, I asked a dead fit fisher out, but he said no. And then I've gone to the length of drawing a picture of myself crying. Um, this is before emojis. It mean? is. Yeah. Exactly. You were starting it off. I am now on the lookout for fit lads. You're 13, <laughs> by the way, at this point, yeah? yeah? You're 13, and now you've written in your diary, I'm now on the lookout for fit lads. But I do remember at this time um, when I did get off with Nick that I had to go back to my locker because I tried my first ever snog with a brace in and there was just too many complications. You don't need any, any did complications. Did you both have a brace? No, just me. Just so I had to go back to the locker, take said brace out, put it in the locker... Go back to the dance floor. But why would you? And then get back up. Why would you try it in the first place? Why, if you could take, if it was one of the ones you could take out. Yeah, yeah. but you, you want to take it out in the in first the place? It, well, I bet any money wasn't in the moment. I bet it was organised and arranged. I think it probably was. Exactly. Arranged. Yeah. When you're 13, <laughs> it never just happens. Can't believe you wrote this down. The pair of you. I mean, it, I'm so I'm, I'm quite shocked and surprised at how obsessed you were with boys at 12 and really? 13. I thought you'd still be like playing conkers and you know. Um, what are those things where you go? What are those paper things where you go? B oh, O chat things. Yeah, yeah, those. I thought I you'd be doing that. all that, but fortune secretly, tellers. every one of you. Well, you would obviously have the fortune teller to confirm if they fancied you. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you <laughs> need to know that. Got to be you? some science I think behind it. You forget how old you are when you're twelve. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Like, I now look at kids at 12 and think they're kids, but actually, you're already in that mindset, are you? You're already yeah. on the lookout. Sometimes people give kids a hard time, but actually, 12 year olds can be quite intelligently think that it? it's just reminded me of something actually when I right so I used to be really flat chested when I was a kid and I used to get the mickey taken out of me in my class for like not having any boobs and then I remember I went on a holiday to Mallorca and my boobs grew I remember like getting out <laughs> what, the space of two weeks in yeah. Mallorca oh it must God. have been like almost what I thought oh brilliant I've got boobs now David Beckett's going to be laughing on the other side of his face <laughs> that's what I actually thought did you put but that you in your could, diary uh, probably yeah I love but the I fact I remember that a lot. Meg, you said that, you know, actually, we don't give enough credit to 12-year-old kids because they're, you know, they're much more mature. R- listening to both your diaries, I don't agree. <laughs> I really don't agree. Why? I mean, we've chosen excerpts on boys, but I would speak about all sorts of other things. Like what? <laughs> like the what? Um, the, the current uh, state of the politics? I probably knew more about politics when I was younger than I do now. I'm completely out of the loop nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. See, the thing is, I never, I never kept a diary. I'm, I, well, I'm sure boys, some boys do, but but not... you read some, didn't you? Oh, well, I, well, yeah, I've read a few, <laughs> I've read a few diaries, Janine, uh, particularly my sisters. So my sister's seven years older than me. So she was when I was like seven or eight. She was properly like going out and into boys and stuff like that. And me and my brother, we would, we would obviously go and read it. Obviously, and it was predominantly all about boys. Exactly like you say, it was about. A, she fancied a guy called Rochi. <laughs> I mean, that just says everything. I know, exactly, yeah. Badden. This is the 90s. She fancied a guy called Roachy, and she also had a picture secreted within the pages, uh, which she'd cut out. You know, you cut around the outline of your body, so there's nothing in the oh, background. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was of her sat on his knee at a disco. I assume a school disco. But this is the, the difference in time lapse of diaries, isn't it? Like, I had a phone when I was writing these diaries, so I had wow. all my photos on my phone. When I was at school, we had um, 
uh, well, they did a, like an initiative where you could be pen pals with somebody from like a foreign some like a foreign Fred, girl or France boy. or yeah. Spain or yeah, yeah. somewhere foreign Janine yeah. yeah everyone all the lads opted for girls yeah and all the girls thinking oh I'll be pen pals with some French girl oh my god it'll be amazing mm, she won't yeah. shave her pits or anything it'll be amazing because <laughs> um, that's what you dreamed that's, of. that was exactly what we dreamed of we'd seen a couple of films on Channel 4 late at night and that's exactly what we imagined <laughs> um, the whole French girls were like and did all it, the girls go for girls well that's it no all the girls went for boys obviously but we all had kind of dreams that, that you'd be pen pals with somebody and they were would be cool and they would smoke and they would send you photographs of them, uh, you know, on the veranda eating a baguette. <laughs> but it never happened. Uh, me, I, I, I got pen pals with this girl and I always remember, she sent me some photos, but it was like photos of her playing with her dog. Uh, I was like, you know, this was an early expectation of like what you, what kids sell, send each other now. Young teenagers send each other pictures of body parts and stuff like that. We were, we were all, <laughs> do they? Yeah, they do. They, you know, they're all doing it, Janine. People oh, still no. send photos of their dogs. I'm sure it just depends on what they like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she was like playing board games. I play Cluedo. Do you? That was what she was sending me, and I was expecting some kind of, hey, are you English guy? Maybe I'll come over and stay at yours. We'll do some kind of, um, you know, exchange. French kiss him. Yeah, that's what you'd, <laughs> you'd learn. You thought you'd learn to French kiss. She could teach you, but it wasn't. It was all above board. I've got, um, like, some airmail letters from my friend who lived in Australia. Like, there's no way I could read any of those out, because um, they were from when I was, like, 19, 20. Um, and we used to, like, write each other letters, but there was something really nice about, like... Receiving one. And and the effort mm. that you used to put in, because it was an effort to write a letter, yeah. it was an effort to take it down the post office, but even receiving them was something quite exciting, that well, this nostalgia. Well, I agree with it. you. Yeah. So when my boyfriend lived in London and I was at Newcastle, I thought, oh, I'll be really romantic and write him letters. Did he ever reply with a letter? No. So it's just a one-sided, <laughs> he'd go, oh, I love that you've written me these lovely letters. I'd be like, well... I just want a letter back. That's, yeah. what, that's why I'm doing it, really, isn't it? Well, surely it's the equivalent of a man text and a woman text. You'll send like um, a text which is really long and you'll yeah. get OK back from the man. They're never sort of long responses, are they? So you've got a sister, haven't you? Yeah. Younger sister. Yeah, she doesn't write diary. Right, but... See, I think, for me, obviously I read my sister's diary, I used to read it out. That's uh, so bad, though. So we would read bits, me and my brother, and wait till we are all sat around at <laughs> tea. awful. And then we would say bits from it, and she would go bright red, realising, getting onto <laughs> what we are saying, and run out crying, and then we would get nailed by my mum for doing it, but she would secretly laugh her head off. And I also had a mate uh, who, his, if we were bored, it was summer holidays, he'd get his sister's diary down and read from it to us. And she was saying stuff about, you know, growing pains and, you know, uh, first growing breasts and stuff like that. Yeah, and he'd be see, reading I know about us. all that in my diary. I'd be mortified if someone had read that when I was, like, 13, because I wrote about all that first periods, that sort of thing. <laughs> like, it's all there. Were you never worried that your sister would read it get or someone it. else would read your diary? I don't know, like, I, I guess... I don't know how often I wouldn't have the diary with me. Like the old diaries you, would be packed, like in a drawer somewhere. So I suppose she could have rummaged through the old diaries. But I used to just walk, like I used to have my diary on me at all times, you know, just in case the spur of the moment writing took me. I think I'd know if she'd have read it because she she would have had to have used the information against me, like you used it against your sister. She sounds like this kind of Machiavellian sort of. No, but it's true. You could not keep it a secret. Oh no, of course. So that's diary. the best thing about re- reading. So it. I yeah, feel yeah. like I would have known if she'd have read it because it would have come back to haunt. 
me. But that's but you were saying about you know how mature girls were. Like we weren't. We were twelve and thirteen. I suppose there were a lot of girls who go out with boys in cars. You know who had cars who pick them up at school. Yeah, and girls stuff like have that. to go for Lads, older, don't they? I was still practicing so to spit. I was spitting it. Have you seen that? I can spit like this. But that's what we used to do. That's what horrible lads used to do. We used to carry frogs around in my pocket and stuff. You were all writing diaries about the personal angst that you were going As through. As well, like, I went to an all-girls school, so I only knew a handful of boys. So I like to imagine that boys were nicer than they probably were. Yeah. In my imagination, you know, I'd be reading, like, Twilight and stuff, and I'd just think all guys were going to be super romantic as soon as I found the right one and... Turns out you have to wait till you like find someone in their twenties for that to happen. There weren't many lads yeah. like um, what was his name? Edward. Edward oh. from Twilight when I was at school. Not many of them looking about. <laughs> there was nothing like it felt at the time. There was nothing cooler than get, be, getting picked up by your boyfriend from school. Like just in front of your <laughs> mates, that's just so getting into weird, the car and speeding off down the road. But we I always, just... used, but we all used to go, oh, what a loser going out of the school girl. What is he playing? Can't yeah. get a girl his own and age. It's true that they always were those ones. They could never yeah. get a girl their own age. Exactly. So when you're 13, you think they're cool, but they're always the weird 17 year olds. They're going out. With those a couple girls. of my mates are now married to those girls. <laughs> no, they're, they're not. Going out with, but yeah, no, it is. But really? That's what you think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got a mate who um, he met her when she was 14 and he was 16. And oh, then they're married. Years. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't a massive amount of years, but I've got I've got about four mates who met at school. In first year, there was a girl in third year who asked me out, and she was like, I was I was I hadn't hit puberty. Yet. I was in the beginning of first year. And I, was, I wet myself. She was about six foot as well. <laughs> Genuinely, she like she said. Then I was like, What will you go out with her? And I went because obviously she never asked me. She had to ask somebody no, else. No, you've got to do me. it through someone. Yeah, of course you? you do. Of course, For the, the shame rules. in case you say no. <laughs> so she went. Uh, so her mate came on and went. Um, she wants to go out with you. I went, oh, God, what, really? What does she want to do? <laughs> she went, well, will you meet her after school? I was like, oh, God, I've got a bus to catch and everything. This is going to play havoc with my schedule. Poor I should, little Stevie. I should be playing hide-and-seek close to home by this time. But uh, <laughs> So I kind of went, oh, all right. So I met up with her at the end of the school gates and she said, well, should we all dance? I went, all right, if you want. She went, should we, should we kiss? I went, oh, what? What are you playing here? You're about six foot. Eject, yeah, quickly. No, exactly. No, so genuinely what happened was I stood on the curb and she stood on the road <laughs> oh, no. and we kissed for a bit while everyone watched. Oh, while about eight no. of your mates stood so and watched. And after that I went, no, this is too much. She might want to do other stuff. And I'm, I was like, that's tiny. You can't remember watching that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Doing that for an audience. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but no, I think, it, I mean, school, like and every day there's a new drama or trauma, which when you obviously when you look back, it's not dramatic in any way but it's at school at the time, it's the biggest though, thing yeah. such a body got off with such a body such a body just got nailed by uh, Mr Jackson I had a fight with Hillary Hackney I mean that went off <laughs> Hillary Hackney do you remember yeah. you, did you ever have a fight at school uh, Meg no oh my god no as if I would I Meg's was literally good. so good as gold I was it was almost like I had I'd feel sick if a teacher told me off it's embarrassing like <laughs> it was awful. I was such a goody two shoes. Did you have a, you who gone, Jillian? Tell us about your fight. Hillary Hackney got off with my boyfriend, <gasps> and then I questioned How old her. Are Which we? one? <laughs> I was going to say. I can't remember. There was so many to choose from. Um, can't remember. I mean, this was about sort of was I fourteen, fifteen? Oh no, it's so a proper a bit of a fight. Serious this boyfriend was like, by then as well, I presume. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I sort of said to it, "How how could you do that to me?" She went. 
quite simple, really. And then that was it. <gasps> Snapped her fingers? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Literally did the click. So I thought, right, this is it. This is going to be my So you started it. Let's have a scrap. And um, I, I feel really bad, like, talking about it now. But um, at the time, like, however it was, she ended up falling on top of me. So I just grabbed her, like, by the hair and said, get off me. And as I did, I saw a big clump of hair <gasps> swinging and thought, I've pulled her hair out. But it was just an extension, right? No, it was her hair. <laughs> so, so anyway, that night she came up to me and apologised and showed me a ball patch. And since then, everyone thought I was mega hard. Everyone thought it was nails. <laughs> they did. <laughs> <laughs> this guy once started a fight with me and uh, and he grabbed hold of my hair and, and put, pushed me down. Uh, and then I managed to wriggle free and knead him in the Ooh. in the knackers, right? And he just wept. It was such. It was. A, it was <laughs> oh, like. No. It was like bone to bone. It was like. I, it was such what? a hot. What, what I mean is, I, the, my knee bone. No, I didn't mean that. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he was obviously excited by the. the you know the endorphins are flowing. No, oh, it was like solid. experiments in high school. The knee. The knee. It was a full crisp. Bang! But I wasn't trying to name or anything. It just it was like a reaction. You won, yeah? I, I won. Well, I'll yeah. say I was walking that day. I walked around the corridor. I could imagine the Staying Alive music playing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was the dogs. Yeah. Yeah, I would. I tell you what, I wish I'd have written a diary just to write that down. Just to write that down. <laughs> my moment. Show it to my son Leo. My moment by Steve Marsh. Yes. <laughs>